Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Fire Talk, where we give you the latest news updates on Southeastern University Athletics. I'm Dr. Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University. Joining me, as always, is our athletics director, Drew Watson, who's the most amazing athletic director. I mean, you've been national oh. athletic director how many 25 I, times no no not, I mean, not quite no. <laughs> because that you are so good i appreciate um, that and and uh and so we're we're grateful for you and we have a guest we do Caleb Roberts, our women's soccer coach, is joining us today. How are you, Caleb? Thanks for having me. Yeah, Yeah, great to have have you with us. Look forward to talking uh, about the team. And, uh, you know, over the weekend, I understand you went to my home state, and especially down in Southern California. Southern California. Got to go to Dodger Stadium. I did. There's a a group from Lakeland that goes west. Uh, Barney Barnett, Jackie Johnson, a lot of those guys go go out. They, They take a road trip with the Tigers once a year. So this year it was Southern California. We saw uh, the Tigers play the Angels at Angel Stadium on Sunday afternoon, and then uh, the Dodgers on Dodger Stadium on Monday night. On Monday night, it was wow! A great trip. Yeah, both stadiums are great stadiums. Yeah, and yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. 1962 old. for Dodger Stadium, 1966 for Angel Stadium. But you know, I think Dodger Stadium is great. I mean, the concession layout—it's like they were seeing 60 years in the future. Yeah. I mean, and because it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. Better than some of the some of the new ones that they built. Yeah. No, it, it's a great historic place and. Of course, uh, I was at Dodger Stadium for so many, 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 yeah. many, many games. Yes. So, love that. I, you know, uh, covered that back when I was uh, doing television sports when Tommy Lasorda was the manager. Yes. You had Ron Say, Steve Garvey, Davey Lopes, um, Bill Dusty Russell. Baker, you know, all of those. Uh, yeah, so it was some classic great, Dodgers. Wonderful rip memories, that's for sure. Well, and, speaking of sports on TV, I mean, you, can't, you couldn't miss the Colorado Colorado State. Oh, my game. gosh. Yeah, I mean, do you, are you a college football guy? Big college football guy. Okay, so so what are your opinions of Dion? All right, either seem to either love him or or not love him. Well, let's put it this way: he definitely has a lot of inspiring energy. That's yes. for sure. Yes, so, can't argue with that. Yeah, and he's creating a fan experience. That's what I love about it. You know, yeah. he's he's creating and cultivating that kind of experience where he's you know he's resonating with the fans. Yeah, connecting very well. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Colorado Colorado fans storming the field after beating a team they were supposed to beat, favored by 25 in the game? It was like, not like it's an upset. I think when you win one game the previous year, you can celebrate every win. Yeah, That's absolutely. True. Absolutely. That's true. Good call. Well, well, let's uh, let's get started. Thankful, Caleb, that you could join us today and, and talk about uh, your our uh, head women's soccer coach, and uh, and grateful that you're here. Our our women's soccer team had a big weekend, uh, uh, getting a two zero result uh, result against Kaiser. I so celebrate every time we beat Kaiser. So <laughs> I thought that was a huge win. Shutting out a top five team is always a big accomplishment. But uh, what people may forget is that we beat Ave Maria on Wednesday uh, with a goal in the last 15 seconds. So talk, us, talk to us a little bit about the last week for you and yeah. the team. So entering the Sun Conference, we had a really tough start to the year, um, starting out with number one and number nine on the road. Mm-hmm. And so entering the Sun Conference, we knew we were entering another battle. Yeah. Um, and it was very, very tough knowing going to Ave Maria is a very hard place to play. Um, they're very athletic. They run hard. There's a team you don't want to play against. Yep. Um, but, and we went from potentially scoring a goal in the first 15 seconds to not scoring again to the last 15 seconds. Wow. Huh. And so it was a wild ride that night. Um, a lot of hard work from the girls, but helped us to kind of build some momentum heading into Kaiser um, for Saturday, knowing what they're about to bring um, as the number five team in the country. And so 
heading into that game, Kaiser's always a big one. Yeah, um, Both in the conference and the nation, a lot of teams are watching, kind of get an idea of two top teams and what they're going to do. Um, but walking into it with a little bit of confidence from the Ave Maria game um, helped us to produce on Saturday versus Kaiser. No, I think we have a clip. We have a clip of the first goal Saturday against number five, Kaiser, if you want to talk us through this. Sure. Yeah, so our goal is to get the ball outside because that's where we feel like we're best. If we can go outside in, um, which we do here, produces into Vicky, who's a transfer, who puts it right into to Madeline, who hits a fantastic strike wow, from the top of the box. Um, that's what we were trying to do the game, work the ball outside in, um, utilizing kind of the space and the width coming in the midfield with some playmakers. Madeline actually scores the second goal as well. Oh. So she had a really big day individually as a sophomore here. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Now, before we turn back to soccer, I want to, I want to talk about you. We, we always have one question that focuses on your, you, your personal life, your career. So tell us a little bit about your career. What were you doing before Southeastern and what brought you here? So this is my third season at Southeastern with the women's team as the head coach. But prior to that, I've been the men's assistant for eight years. Okay. So actually the 11th yep. year at Southeastern. So seen a lot of changes on the campus and the programs, which is fun to see. Um, but while I was an assistant with the, the men's team, I actually was a high school teacher um, from 7.30 to 3.30 every day. And then would show up here by four till you know six yeah. or seven or whenever the boss sent me home that day. Um, and so it, it's been a wild journey, but always knowing that this was an end point for me, just a matter of when the time was going to be right to be here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah, uh, my wife is Emily. She's an assistant nurse manager over at Winter Haven Hospital. I have two children, um, two daughters. Um, Adeline turns five next week, and Harper just turned three. So very, very young family. A lot of long nights and early mornings right now. Busy life. Very busy. Yeah. How do you, how do you relax and unwind with a, such a busy busy life? Uh, I mean, from August to hopefully December, you don't unwind. Yeah. Except for Sundays. Sure. Sundays is built around family. We go to church every every Sunday morning, nine fifteen. Go to our service. They pick a place for lunch. It can be anywhere they choose. Yeah, so we do great. that and just kind of enjoy that that day together. Yeah, that's, that's great. Awesome. Now I want to I want to turn back to something that Dr. Engel said earlier when he talked about your your win over Kaiser. He said. You got a 2-0 result. Okay, now that, that's soccer lingo. That's a soccer lingo. <laughs> All right, that's soccer lingo. So, so what I want to know is it seems to be that result means you won. Result means a positive outcome. Right. So right. it's a, either a win or a tie? Win or a tie. Okay, but isn't a loss also a result? You can find a good result out there in a loss. <laughs> On the road against a better opponent, you can find a good loss. Okay. But that's not what we're looking but for. But it's not a result. Yep. Can be. <laughs> well, it's funny when I, as you know, I've obviously for years dealt with soccer coaches. Your brother being one that I've I've, I've known for like 16 years, um, and it's always oh, we feel good about that result, but it's net the result. The word result is never used in a loss, no. which is which is interesting to me about soccer mm -hmm. and soccer coaches. But you would you would tell us today on this podcast exclusively that a loss is a result. Absolutely. Even though soccer coaches don't refer to it that way. If we lose to number one in the country in a tight game on the road, that's a result. Yeah, that's a great result. <laughs> People now recognize that you competed with the top team. Exactly. That's a result. All right. A result is a result. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, you returned 17 players from last year's team uh, to, to this year, uh, this fall. How impactful is that on the team? And talk to us a little bit about some of those key returners. Yeah. So we returned 17 overall. I believe we returned nine starters from the second round of the national tournament. Mm. And that's equally as big to note is we're returning a really strong group on the field, 
um, but also in the locker room. Yeah. Um, and so the key players, like Madeline Davidson as a sophomore, is a key player for us. She produced a lot last year um, and is already proving to be something to, to kind of be tough to handle this yeah. year. Um, we return a goalkeeper in the net, which we'll, we'll see some clips of soon, who has sat for four years waiting for her opportunity to be in the net, and she's taking full advantage of it. Um, this week receiving the National Defensive Player of the Week. Um, and that's a very, very key player. But overall, we return a lot of goal scorers, uh, attackers, and defenders that we're really excited about for the rest of the year. That's great. Uh, you talked about Michaela. Obviously, great, great accomplishment to be a National Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, Sun Conference Player of the Week. Uh, she's recorded shutouts in three of her last five starts. Uh, she's on fire. Okay, so she's a graduate student. You said she waited four mm -hmm. years in the wings, been part of this program for several years now. Talk to us a little bit more about that achievement and what it means to the squad. Yeah, I couldn't have been more proud of how Michaela approached the season um, as someone who's been in waiting, been putting in good work, but never had her moment. And knowing how hard she was working for it to have this year coming in, um, have a big moment to shine in the net um, against a lot of quality opponents early, yeah. um, which she's seen. Um, to see her growth throughout it, but her mindset's been um, impeccable. You know, she's, yeah. she's quick to send a Devo to the team in the mornings, um, reminding people who to place first in our day. Uh, just little things like that are going a long ways throughout the culture of our program. Um, and it's fun to see her, as someone who's a graduate student, can oftentimes be distant from kind of the undergrads on campus, yeah. kind of day-to-day -day life, but she finds herself super involved. Um, and it's just, it's great to see. Well, look at, let's look at some of these. We have two clips of Michaela in action from Saturday. Yeah, so right here we're going to see a free kick that comes across the box. And what Michaela is is confident, okay, and she takes a really good step out here. And we're all Eagles fans sometimes yep. up in <laughs> Philly. Rocky. Um, but she takes a good step out here. And, again, she makes herself really big in the goal here. We're working really hard defensively in our shape and movement. Um, but she doesn't stop. Right? There's two shots there within three yards of her that she's able to knock down, pop back up again, and, and stop again. And that's hard to do when there's not a shot coming at you. Well, and it's interesting because she's, a, she's a, taller, a taller student athlete. So sometimes you don't see as much flexibility, quickness mm -hmm. in a taller player. But that second clip, yeah. I mean, she saved the one, got up, got down, saved the other. So and that's really great when you've got the size and can, and can cover the corners, mm -hmm. but also have that quickness. Yeah, she's very explosive for, I mean, she, I think she's six foot tall. And to get yeah. up and down that quick, I can't get up and down that quick. I know yeah. that. Well, you're a little <laughs> older. <laughs> the knees aren't that good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being nationally ranked and, of course, uh, beating a top five team, pressure does come with that. What do you think is the key to making sure that this doesn't have a negative effect on the team in the way of overconfidence or maybe even a lack of focus. Yeah, um, and that's always that's a big fear. It's a big fear we head into a game tonight. But since the beginning of our season, it's on our board. It's just 1-0. That's the goal of our team. It is the goal each week. It's the goal each game is to go 1-0 and, um, and take literally game by game. And it sounds so easy to think about, but after coming off of a very big win, knowing the next one is some people call it a trap game or a trip-up yeah. game. Right. The reality is we played another opponent tonight that's technically ranked 26. They're just mm -hmm. outside the 25. It's another very strong opponent. So for us, we view it as another chance to put another mark on our resume for the postseason play. And they're going to – I mean, you've got a target on your back now. There's a target. I mean, you've taken out, you've taken out Kaiser. So, you know, a lot of people are looking at – and St. Thomas has always come in here, you know, with a, with a, a lot of passion and a, and a lot of skill. So that should be a really good match tonight. Now, we talk a lot, lot about culture here at Southeastern. 
Uh, can you tell us some things that, that you do as you're intentional about building culture in the women's soccer program? Sure. Um, I mean, we really take to focus. We're a faith-based program. That's the first thing we ask recruits sure. is we're a faith-based program. We're not just a faith-based school. And if you're not okay with that, we're not the right fit for you. Mm. We talk about Jesus, we work hard, and we don't worry about the frills of other schools. That's kind of who we are as a program. So the culture we are trying to build is are we hardworking, are we strong, um, just like we saw examples biblically throughout, yeah. to, to the point where we just started a seven-week study yesterday um, called The Christian Athlete. It's a, it's a study you can do on kind of the Bible app. There's a yeah. book that comes with it um, that you can walk through the different aspects of who you're placing your, your faith in, where your identity is. I mean, that's the culture that we're trying to build because we're aware not all of our players are believers. Yeah. Um, but having non-believers in the room allow our believers as a mission field within the 32 girls in a locker room, which I think is yeah. a unique aspect to really look at. Um, so they can develop in discipleship. They can develop in reaching others, but also show non-believers that a Christian will go into a tackle hard. They will score a goal. They will celebrate a victory. It's not a pushover Christian. It's a, it's a strong Christian. Yeah, and unfortunately, the stereotype of a Christian athlete is, well, you know, you're nice, you're going to help people up, you're not, you know, but, you know, we want to show, I think when you when you compete with Christ at the center, you compete hard. You compete because he's given you the abilities he's given you. And so I, lo I love when teams come in here kind of taking us lightly, like, oh, it's the Christian school, and they leave with an L, you know, because we play strong, we try and do it the right way, and, you know, it's, we're not perfect, but... Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I know we, we appreciate the, the work you're doing to build that kind of culture and have that emphasis in your program. Yeah. And, and, and of course, our word of the year this year has a sports, sports theme, yeah. uh, you know, game-changing moments. So I'm sure you're building in those uh, reflections on some of the significant game-changing moments that are happening yes. with the team and, and what they're able to accomplish. As Drew mentioned, another big game tonight, taking on St. Thomas University, another university that I just love when we beat them. Uh, they are receiving national votes. Uh, talk to us about the preparation for tonight's game and what you expect as you host the Bobcats. Yeah, so St. Thomas is a very good team. I honestly believe they're underrated with their current record of 4-0-1. They have a top-10 win. You can argue that they should be kind of where we are in the rankings. Mm -hmm. um, they're not, though. And so they're coming with a little bit of fire, even more, to, to put another notch on their belt. Um, they're a team that's super athletic. They're going to run really, really hard up top. I think we have their kind of shape figured out a little bit. Um, but in the preparation, we spend a lot of time in, in setting up positions on the field with cones and poles and mm -hmm. different training aids that can say, okay, this is where we think they're going to be. This is how we get out of it. This is where we think they're going to be offensively. This is how we think we should defend it. It is very, we spend 25 minutes where we're not moving a lot. It's a lot of me talking um, with all of our players kind of slowly walking throughout the field mm -hmm. to find, find that movement, yep. just like you would in a film room for football. But it's better for us to do it live, kind of on the field to find the spacing because it is a little bit different. Yeah. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us today. Just grateful for your leadership and what you're doing and leading these incredible uh, young ladies in, in, in this sport. Uh, wish you the best as tonight you play and then this weekend, I think you're heading to Georgia. Or is that coming up? We head to uh, Warner Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Georgia's coming up though, right? Or is yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. We, a couple we, weeks. Yeah. A couple, couple weeks. weeks. Okay. Yeah, we're in it now. Yeah. So, but you're going to have a great season. Yeah. We're excited about it. Thank and we, you. And we hope you get a good result tonight.
It'll be a result. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll be a result. <laughs> All right. Hey, Thanks, Publix, Publix delivery powered by Instacart between work and to-do list. Publix knows your time is valuable, so let them help you regain time in your day by delivering groceries to your door. Learn more at Publix.com backslash shop. I love Instacart because I don't know if you know, it seems like grocery stores are getting more crowded every day and it's hard to get through the aisles and it just, yes. it just you know, I get, I get frustrated every time I go. So just have them delivered to you. That, that's, the, that's the great service they provide. Well, you know, probably back in the day you're in the store and it's, there's long lines like, I wish they just delivered. <laughs> yes. And then COVID happens, you know. Exactly. It's, it's one, of the, one of the few side good benefits the side benefits of COVID. Yep, that's right. Now you mentioned you mentioned before you just love beating Kaiser. Oh yeah. And you love beating St. Thomas. Now I said that one time about an opponent to a student athlete, and they said, "Is there someone you don't like beating?" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you want to beat everybody, but I mean, there's just some that you just it just even greater no. celebration. You yes. know what I'm talking about? No, I, I know and, exactly. What and you're talking though about. they are two big conference rivals, yes. and uh, you know you have your rivals that stand out. You know, so like the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers. That's always yeah. been a big. A big rival and, uh, you know. Eagles, Cowboys. Eagles, Cowboys, all of that. So, yeah, that's why, uh, yeah, anytime Kaiser and St. Thomas, man, mm, that's great. Well, you make a a good point because it's really contextual. Like, you want to beat Kaiser and St. Thomas, but we also have those Polk County Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we Weber got Weber and Warner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so it's so we so I love beating them. Yeah, you know? it's always so, great. You know, so it's 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 fun. I mean, we we're in a really good conference for rivalries, you know, and, and we're you know, they're they're good folks representing these schools yeah. and you know, we just we just like winning. Yeah. You know, Sun Conference is, is one of the best conferences in the nation. Yes. So grateful that we can be a part of that. Let's talk a little bit about football. Uh, football's coming off their bye week as they head up to Alabama this week. They're going to be playing Faulkner, which, by the way, was the first game. Uh, was that 10, 10 years ago? 10 years now. ago. Uh, first game we ever played in our, yes. in our history. So uh, they're back on their field, and hopefully we're going to get a big win. Yeah, the bye week is great. And Coach Wall is always talking about he loves the bye week early. And they got a bye week early this year. That was it was this past weekend. So I know the guys got home to relax a little bit. They had some injuries that they're they're trying to bounce back from. So mental and physical prep is is good coming into this uh, week. Now Faulkner's zero and two. Uh, they got beat pretty good by Reinhardt in week one. And the scout the scout on that game was that it was a good game up until halftime. And and Reinhardt scored another time after halftime. And Faulkner kind of you know kind of kind of gave up. And so. You know, you hate to see that if that's true, yeah, but the, yeah. the score ended up being 36 to three, yeah. um, which which to me did not, as I heard it, it did not indicate that the, the level of the game. So yeah. Faulkner's talented. Uh, they've got a lot of guys who can play football. And uh, sometimes with, you know, I think they're they're young teams. So sometimes with young teams, talent is great, but you've got takes a few weeks to get it together. So. It's going to be a good game, good game for us. Another road test, second straight road test before we come home again, you know, against uh, against Warner here at the end of the month. Yeah, that's great. Let's talk about men's soccer. Um, uh, we hosted Ave Maria in our first conference match uh, last Wednesday, shutting yep. them out 3-0. Uh, got a great result there. Yes. Uh, we got off 28 <laughs> shots, 20 of those being on, in the first half alone. That's a lot of shots for one contest. Yeah, I mean, the guys are still undefeated. And they're uh, they're three zero and one at this point. Uh, they've had a, a really good run to start the season. Coach plays a hard schedule. 
Uh, and so it's been a, it's been quite a while since we've gone this far in the season. We're almost you know we're we're September twentieth today. Yeah. And we haven't lost. And so, um, you know that's that's and it's great to get a good result in in your first in your first conference match to have in dominating fashion. Uh, the team's still undefeated. Well, but but I you know I will say they're playing more together than they played in a while. Yeah. You know, and so it's good to see that that chemistry on the field. Yeah, I mean impressive start to conference play. Um, and and we. We played two games last week, right? We did. Uh, we traveled to West Palm. Okay? okay, so the men's and women's schedules mirror each other. So uh, the women were home against Kaiser. The men are on the road. Okay, and so uh, we uh, we played we played uh, uh, sixty eight minutes or sixty two minutes. Uh, but the rains came, uh, uh, so we didn't get them. One result. of those Florida storms <laughs> where it just sat. It yeah. just sat. A yeah. lot of lightning, and so uh, it it is currently suspended. Okay, the game is one one. Uh, we we had a, a PK to go up 2-1, but it was saved by the goalie yeah. uh, on Kaiser's side. So we're 1-1. Uh, we've got 28 minutes to play. That'll resume September 26th at noon, uh, tied at 1. All right, so a suspended uh, result right now. Yes, yeah, suspended result. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk cross-country. Uh, the men's and women's cross-country teams competed in the Kaiser invite this past Friday. John Perez Dunn, wow, continues to dominate uh, as he finished in first place. That's his second win of the season. Yeah, you like seeing uh, fifth-year seniors. Uh, actually, he's a grad student. You like seeing those guys really, really round out their careers by dominating in their last year. Uh, we saw Julia... Uh, Rome do it last year. I mean, she had a great career, but she really, she really topped it off for the national championship last spring. So, you like to see that. Uh, that you know, that they, the men's team came in second. They finished, uh, they finished second to Palm Beach Atlantic, who was up in our, who was in our, in our first race up here in Lakeland. They came up. Uh, the women finished fourth. Grace Fetter led the way for the fire, finishing 14th. So, you know, the women are. I think the women are still trying to find themselves. Uh, they're a younger team. And so uh, as we go here, I think they're going to get some good experience. It puts them in a good good space at the end of the season. Yeah. Let's talk about women's volleyball. Uh, our volleyball team, wow, having an amazing start. They have an 8-2 and two record. Yep. Just won their first conference matchup last week over Coastal Georgia. Yeah, they're looking they're looking great. Uh, you know, they 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 dropped the first set at Coastal. Sometimes that happened. there were a couple hiccups on the road trip, you know, so you get out you're out kind of out of uh, out of rhythm, out of, you know, out of your your routine as it were. So they dropped the first set, but then, you know, had a, Coastal Georgia's pretty good team, but you know, we took care of the next 3 to win 3-1. Uh, Grace Petty and Amelia Harding both dominating in the kill category. Petty has 103 on the season already, and Harding's not to, too far behind uh, with 94. So it's it's uh, really impressive, and, and they've got a, a couple. They have their home openers this week. Yeah, that's and right. So they play Trinity uh, tomorrow at seven at six p.m. Uh, and then on Saturday they've got St. Thomas coming to town. We've been talking a lot about the Bobcats. Well, the Bobcats and women's volleyball, uh, they're receiving votes in the national poll, but they are good. I mean, yeah. they've they've beaten some people. They should should probably be ranked. And they play Weber tonight, though, right? They play Weber okay. tonight on the road. All right? On the road. Yep. Okay. They play. Yeah. Yep. So so tomorrow night's that first first uh, home game. Yes. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Hey, let's talk about bass fishing. Uh, I hear uh, bass fishing is now heading north this coming weekend. Yeah, it was Texas in week one. Okay. Uh, they're heading north to uh, to Tennessee, Paris, Tennessee, on Saturday. They'll be fishing on Kentucky Lake, and so uh, I know they had some hiccups in Texas. You know, first time out. You know, but uh, we had you know we had a boat who was disqualified that was disqualified in that contest because of in that tournament because of engine trouble. Well, apparently there was a sensor issue, and they've gotten uh, that fixed. So they hope to compete with four boats, 
and uh, praying for good weather. Yeah. That always helps when you're fishing. Right. So we wish them the best. Yeah. And have you been out with the fishing team? Have you been fishing a little bit? I have not. Okay. I have not. Weston keeps saying I've got. He's got to get me out on the boat, but. You know, that just hasn't happened yet, probably because of my schedule. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll have an amazing experience when you do. I will. Hey, that's a wrap for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. As we close the show, I want to remind you to come out to our home games this week. Women's soccer hosts St. Thomas tonight at 7. Uh, volleyball hosts Trinity tomorrow at 6. And then on Saturday, we have two big games as volleyball hosts St. Thomas at 2. And men's soccer hosts Warner at 7. Make sure you visit seufire.com. For all the latest news in fire athletics, you can find the event calendar there as well as a link to watch all of our home games. So good luck to all of our teams this week. And, of course, we want to go fire. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Go fire. Take care, everybody. Get good results. (laughs) 